Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Being a numbers guy, I think it's important uh, that we focus on money, finance, budgets, uh, and depending on the type of property deals you're doing, uh, most people okay, out there, generally speaking, the most expensive thing that they'll ever buy, and the one that requires the most investment, is their home or a property. Uh, that's the single biggest spend that they'll do in one go. Uh, as property investors, we become accustomed to that, attuned to that, uh, and we obviously end up doing that regularly. Uh, but you've got to make sure, especially if you're doing commercial conversions, new builds, or big refurbs, that you get the numbers right. Now, it's not an exact science. You're never, ever going to be able to get to a place where every single number adds up. By add up, I mean it be exactly that. A budget is a budget because it's a best guess scenario of how much things are going to cost you based on estimates and quotes from your contractors and your subcontractors. Uh, but the thing that you want to do is be in within budget or beat the budget. And that's a great thing to do. But if you don't have a budget or if you don't have a realistic budget or you over budget or you under budget, uh, it's going to be painful for you. So make sure you have a sensible budget. And if you're not familiar with these things, speak to a quantity surveyor, to an accountant who specializes in property, understands budgets and finance and numbers and costings, uh, but make sure and try and do the best you can to have a realistic and a sensible budget and then stick to it and of course try and beat that budget because that's important. Now I know you might be a superhero and you can do anything you want and that's no problem at all. But what one thing you can't do and I can't do is doing everything by ourselves on our own. So don't try and do everything. And as tempting as it is, sometimes you think, I'll go in there and I'll change a light bulb. I'll go in there and I'll re replace the door. Those things are not the best use of your time. And when you're starting off and you've got a shoestring budget, you might try and do everything yourself because you're trying to save costs and cut corners to some extent. Uh, and that's understandable. By cut corners, I mean you're trying to do the work yourself as opposed to getting a professional uh, and the difference really is if you do it yourself you'll probably do it wrong and it'll cost you more uh, to get it done properly but at the start I fully appreciate because I've been through that journey myself uh, you might try and do certain things to save costs and that's understandable uh, that's the real world by the way uh, but as soon as you can afford to pay people to do the job uh, let them do the job uh, the quicker you can hire a PA or a VA that's going to assist you the quicker you can hire people to assist you and work in your business and do certain things that you're not good at, by the way, then obviously the art of delegating is important there. Give those things away and focus on the one, two, three things that you're really good at. Now you might love building work, that's fine. Or you might love spreadsheets or you might like negotiating deals or you might like funding deals. So whatever you like, do those things. All the other things that you don't like or you're not really good at, Get a team around you who are good at it, 
be it outsourcers, contractors, subcontractors, employees, freelancers, but delegate and for God's sake, don't try and do everything yourself because you're going to add too much of a burden on yourself. You're not going to have the clarity of thought. You're not going to have the time uh, and it's going to be really difficult for you. And I'm sharing this all with you from tough experience, by the way, where I've taken too much on and I do still sometimes take too much on. Uh, and then later on, think what seemed like a really good idea two, four, six months ago wasn't such a great idea. But then it's having the ability and the persistence and the temperament to see that through uh, and then learn from that and then obviously have people around you who can assist and support you. And the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Link with that is taking too much on or biting more than you can chew. And you might be really enthusiastic uh, and you want to change the world and you want to take over the world. And that's fantastic because aspiration and ambition uh, are two of the most favorite words. Uh, and I think they take you a long way on your journey to be a business owner, being an entrepreneur or being a property investor and developer. But uh, you've got to take baby steps first, get the foundations in place and make sure that the, your, the structure of your business, the way it's set up both legally and professionally, also the way it's run with systems and processes and the team around you and the personnel have to be right before you can scale up. So take those baby steps. Uh, don't take too much on initially. Learn the ropes. Pay your entry fee. Uh, and then look at size and scale. And of course, you'll get there. It's very tempting, by the way, to try and time the market. Because for five years, I've been hearing crash next year, crash six, six months. Now people are saying, Oh, by the next year, 18 months, we're going to see a crash. Okay, all the signs are there. Inflation is going up. Okay, interest rates are due to go up now. Try and bring inflation inflation down. Costs are spiraling out of hand. Fuel prices are through the roof. Cost of living crisis. All of these are a recipe for disaster. And we know that from previous experience of recessions over the last 50 to 75 years and longer. But... Don't try and time the market. Stick to your criteria. Stick to your non-negotiables. Stick to what you know best. Stick to what you do best. And don't worry about the market. The market works well for you. Whether it's a bull market, a bear market. But don't worry too much about that. Obviously, when the time is right, you can afford to be bullish. When the time isn't right, then you can just step back and just look at things, ponder, be more discerning uh, and choose the, the right deals. Uh, there's good deals in good times and there's bad deals in good times and the same applies to bad times there's good deals and there's bad deals your job is to find the sweet spot for deals that work for you if it, have, if it ends up being a really good deal at the start because you, you buy well fantastic yeah, but remember it's not all about buying cheap I can tell you over the last 20 years the property investors and developers who've done the best or have done really well they'll tell you or they tell me at least the deals that they overpaid for are the ones where they made the most money. Everyone around them, oh, you overpaid for this. This is it. isn't going to work. And generally speaking, uh, unless you're going to be somewhat naive or you're at auction and you get excited and you keep putting your hand up and overpay for something, if you're usually overpaying for something without it being a uh, heat uh, of the moment decision, it's because there's, there was huge demand for it or there's more demand for it. Therefore, you've paid more for it. And what that means is in the future, there should be more demand for it as well. So you would sell it for more. So don't be afraid of paying more 
than whatever anybody else is paying. As long as you can see the added value and you can see how you're going to connect the dots and make the deal work. With that, you don't obviously want to go around overpaying for stuff. At the same time, you don't want to put offers which are very low and you end up losing the deal. Some people I know don't do deals for three, five, seven years because they always try and skimp and they always try and find uh, a deal that they can negotiate hard on. And lo and behold, after three, five, seven years, they still haven't done a deal because they can't find one which meets their needs because they're looking for a bargain. And uh, bargains do exist, but they, sometimes they are few and far between. Right now in the economic climate, uh, there aren't that many bargains available, by the way, just because the numbers don't add up uh, for development purposes. You might buy something cheaper, but once you look at the cost to refurb, redevelop, uh, most deals, not all, most deals that I'm seeing and I have some done for the last two odd years, uh, most of them don't add up. Now, maybe I'm just looking at bad deals, by the way. I don't know. But I'm talking to the, the people. Uh, they are sharing similar insights. Uh, so you just, just got to be discerning and choose right up a deal. And the most important, by the way, uh, thing that I can share with you, which I think you ought to do uh, or ought not to do, the not to do is to not educate yourself. The to do is spend money, invest money uh, on personal development and educating yourself. See, we're busy investing money in property deals. We're busy investing money in crypto, the stock exchange, uh, watches, antiques, okay, uh, classic cars, paintings, uh, Bitcoin, all sorts. Uh, and for us, obviously, property. But if you're an investor, then you, what you realize is the most important thing you can invest in is yourself. And I'm sure you've heard it before that the best return you get is on the investment that you invest on yourself, on your personal development. So go out there, learn this, don't think you know it all because no one person knows it all. And the people who think they know best are the ones who end up usually failing best too, and in a big way. Uh, so always stay humble, stay grounded. Uh, every day's a school day. Uh, I still learn stuff, I've written books, I speak on stage, speak to audiences. Uh, I've done over 3,000 business growth consultations. Have had four or five businesses at any one time, still do, uh, but still I learn at least one thing every single day by observation, talking to people, networking, communicating, reading uh, things, watching uh, YouTube uh, videos and the like. And through all of that, I'm learning and developing, and different things mean it will have a different impact on me depending on what I'm doing. So, for example, a book that I read 10 years ago, if I pick up now, I'll read it in a different way, uh, or I'm not reading it differently, but I'll pick up different points in that book, which I didn't pick up 10 years ago, because my learning and my development is at a different stage now, so I'm seeing things from a different perspective, therefore I'm picking up things that I was, wasn't picking up 10 years ago, and I'm sure the same applies to you. So you've always got to have an open mind, uh, you've always got to think there's something to learn, and remember, you can learn something from anybody and everybody. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard.
You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.